like I think that's really big for nowadays too um, because like you know so many times you see um, yeah especially like now so people talk about like the silent majority with things and you know there it's so often you know you and I try to do this is like well like try to stay silent about things that we see um, going on at times if we disagree with them just because we don't want to cause conflict um, but especially now it's gotten to the point where like staying silent about things um, on like any side of, I guess, like if you want to make a political, any side of the political aisle or just in general can really cause issues or harm somebody. And so um, like, that's what the whole Black Lives Matter push has been is like getting people to speak out about injustices and stuff. And it's like, cause um, people are realizing like if you're silent, um, then people get hurt. Um, whether or not you support Black Lives Matter, it doesn't matter. Um, just like in general in life. You know, there are so many things that go down in life. You know, there are genocides that happen. And people stay silent about them because they don't want to cause issues. Um, and so I think that's an interesting that's, interesting that's really interesting, yeah. So, like, ties into what we talked about last week, too. No, not last week. <laughs> we talked <laughs> talk about <clears throat> I think Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Because we were talking about cancel culture and stuff. And, like, yeah, but we never touched on, like, why, like, um, like rape victims or, like, sexual assault victims, like, never speak out. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, we do yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think it's just it's just kind of weird because you know, I think once you get into the realm of like forcing people to talk about things um or like forcing people to like stand up for things, um there's like no end to that because you know, there there's are an endless amount of injustices in life. There are always going to be you're never going to actually solve all of them. And so, you know, if we're like forcing people to you know, you should be condemning this on social media and we like, you know, guilt everyone into doing it. Like, where does that stop? Because then you're going to spend 24 seven on social media condemning all the injustices on the world. Because again, there are always going to be so many, you just get into an endless loop of like condemning literally everything. <laughs> like for an individual, that's going to put you in a really bad place. Just, you know, as just mentally, because you're just focusing on everything negative at that point, you know? And I think it's like, you know, you can't really help anyone else unless you're in a good spot mentally. This is why, like, you know, if you're, like, um, on a plane and it's going down, they always talk about, you know, help yourself first and then help others. And I think the same is true with, like, relationships and almost anything in life. You've got to help yourself first, make sure you're in a good place. And that's, that's what I think is so funny is, like, all these people that are guilting others into doing stuff when – they themselves aren't even like in a mentally good spot, you know. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, that was good. We can include that as part of the. I episode. I honestly yeah I honestly That's was like started, starting yeah. that because like I saw your recording I was like I'll just like use that but. Yeah. So yeah. So like we're probably gonna do this like every time now, but I'm just gonna show you guys like our thought process on like coming up these topics that we do every uh, episode. You guys like it? Cool. You don't. Fuck you guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's kind of a struggle to come up with topics, but, you know, try to, like, do things that we just, like, go through. Especially, like, with all this COVID stuff, though. You yeah, know, we're, we just, like, like sit and work all like day. We're, like, winging all this now. Like, before, yeah. we used to, like, write some talking points down for episodes, but now we just, like, wing, we just wing it. Like, we have, yeah, just wing it. Mm. So, Wait, what, was the, what was the topic I chose again? I forget. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 you were talking about um how um like why like 
what kind like what oh yeah you, oh yeah DNS problems, right? like, yeah yeah like getting okay so yeah so okay so i'm gonna like so what give you get a, hyped up about and stuff? yeah yeah i'll give like a really brief introduction uh as well so it's like the the thought process here with this topic of you know people need to get bigger problems i think i i think i saw a video um i guess like dean graziosi or something um talking to somebody else i don't remember who but they were talking about like you know if you want to be successful you need to get bigger problems if you're one of those people who you know you're getting ultra pissed off about somebody who's like cutting you off in um in like while you're driving so they like cut you off you're getting like super pissed off about that and you're letting that ruin your whole day you know it's like get bigger problems um but it is funny obviously well, that's well, not like a i feel like for that example though like there's no there's nothing wrong with getting mad right like i think you need I think it's expected to get mad if someone cuts you off, but like, I think it's just being cognizant that, um, like, that's just like, that's just an emotion you feel in the moment, but you're not actually like feeling that like all day. Like, cause yeah. I can, I get pissed off people like all the time when I'm driving. You know, there's so many stupid ass drivers, but like that's in the moment. And like, by the time I get home, I just forget about everything. I literally don't yeah. even care about what happens in the road. So just knowing like it's in the moment, like you can rage at someone in the moment, but you don't actually mean it like in in the long term so yeah yeah i mean like if you're like focused on it for like the whole day and it's like you actually like, be, yeah yeah, you yeah it's like be. reducing the quality of your day it's like you know really get bigger problems like yeah, you can't even things, you can't even control that you can't control factors like that so you yeah. shouldn't get mad about them yeah exactly but it, it's funny because i think dean was talking about it and he's like you know this is like one of the big telltales that you're just an absolute loser it's like if you're focusing on things that are just so ridiculously small in comparison to everything else happening in your life and it's like you obviously don't have very big problems so you're probably not doing much with your life <laughs> it's, it's a really interesting i don't know way of thinking about it but you know um so that that's why i would always talk about like oh it's just semantics um when we were when i would have a conversation with somebody um this kind of leads into like the big meat of what this topic is about um is like especially now we're really seeing how important words actually are and so it's funny because you know i would always say like oh it's just semantics um, and so like, you shouldn't care too much cause they're just words. And like, as long as we're on the same page, like move forward. Um, and I still most, mostly agree with that, but it is interesting to see, especially in like today's day and age, how big of a, you know, how big of a deal words are getting to be. Um, cause like, you know, you say the wrong thing and that really does become a problem because then you can get fired from your job. Um, or like, I guess even like jail time for like certain things, um, and like hate speech and stuff and so like words really do matter now you know yeah it's stupid i think yeah. well it gets it gets into the whole uh like free speech argument um but that's a totally different topic but yeah it's i think it's just really interesting to see um it's like you know well you actually do here's want... a thought here's a thought words it's words themselves don't really have much power but when you leverage words with um some other kind of um uh intangible like um intangible meaning like so like if you have a person in power and they're like and they tell you like you if you don't do this like you're fucked like you're probably gonna be scared because they're they're like someone of power and you're like fucking a lowly like employer or something and so, <laughs> yeah exactly so you feel so like in that scenario you feel like very threatened and it's like it's hard not to do what they say after that because they have this leverage over you but if you have like someone like an employee that's probably the same like um that's the same um um at the same level as you like and they tell you like hey if you don't do this 
I'm gonna fuck your life. Like, I'm probably not gonna think much of it. Like, because they don't have much power over you. Like, 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 what are they gonna do about it? So, I think like words themselves don't have much uh, power, but when you put them with something else, like other things, like they definitely, uh, they, yeah, they just mean totally different things. Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of the Me Too stuff going on right now is like people in power, right? Like people in power, like using words to their leverage and making um, girls do things like that they wouldn't otherwise do or something. Yeah. Well, like, have you seen, um, so, you know, like the, is it like Jeffrey Epstein or whatever, the guy who like killed himself, you know? So he had like his whole own Island or something. And he was like sex trafficking, like 14 year olds or something. And uh, apparently like Prince Andrew of like England, I think um, was like one of the guys apparently, I think. Um, And so like they, they caught Jeffrey um, and they put him in jail and then he mysteriously committed suicide, even though um, it's like a really sketchy situation because apparently like the, uh, somebody, I think a Clinton went to go visit him or something. And then like guards fell asleep and the cameras didn't work while he hung himself or something. So there's no video footage of it. So there's a lot of speculation. That sounds so shitty. Exactly. Sounds a lot like of speculation. <laughs> yeah. That he was like murdered um, to like protect people. I don't know. Um, but then, so like, I think it's his like girlfriend or something was just caught, uh, like a few days ago. Um, and so caught doing what? well, like arrested, um, cause she was in hiding, um, cause oh. she contributed to a lot of this. And so that's, that's also really interesting. Um, but so it's like, you know, you do see, um, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of these become really, really big problems. I don't even remember how we got into that topic <laughs> frankly well because i was talking about how like words themselves don't have much meaning but when you pair them with like something else like like a, like someone in a th- in a position of authority or something like then they hold a very significant meaning mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. what the hell like what you want to like, yeah i don't know that was a completely weird like, tangent <laughs> that was yeah well, let's get back to the topic right like so our topic was you know I, I, so like the meat of a topic is like how do you actually differentiate something you should care about like something you should actually stay like um argue about like and be invested in versus like you know something you shouldn't give too much thought about right like because i feel like for me like when i'm at a like when i'm at a party or when i'm meeting new people like i never argue i never argue at all so like if they say something that i disagree with i never argue like there's no point arguing like mm-hmm. there's really no point arguing with people because you know like and dude, the funny the funny thing is like, like most people, if you argue with them, it just increases their, um, it just makes them think more that their argument is even more correct. Even if you present them all the, the right evidence, like they will be even more convinced that their position is right. So I never argue with um, with most people. Just it's it's so stupid. So I tend to just you know agree with everything they say because it helps like make a better first impression, right? Like because I think. Um, like it's always better to understand and argue, right? Understanding like why do you think this is that, and then follow their logic, and then like it's like all about following them down their path and try to divert their path to like something else. So they believe like you know all all men are fucking sexist or some shit, right? Like you're gonna be like okay, yeah. So why do you think that? And then you go down that you know that sort of train of thought with them, and then uh, if you do want to argue with them, like you want to convince them that hey, all men are not sexist, but you follow their train of thoughts. And then you subtly try to divert, divert them and you like say like, you know, hey, well, you know, I know a guy and he's not a sexist and they might like be like, oh, really? And like, you know, yeah. So it I is think, really I think interesting. Understanding is like way better than arguing. Yeah, it is interesting because like, 
I think especially in the political realm nowadays, I think things are getting so polarized that it's hard to even have conversations um, because they always do turn into arguments, which I think is pretty ridiculous because like the whole idea of having like free speech is to be able to actually have a conversation about ideas. And I, frankly, I'll never understand the whole idea of the safe space thing where like you're protected from ideas that you disagree with. I will never understand that because, you know, you should be surrounded by ideas that you disagree with. That's the point of college. Yeah. And so it's just like, you know, it makes no sense to me why people There's do that. There's a term for that. There's a term for that. Oh, yeah. It's, so basically when you, have, um, when you have a group of people that think the same thing and they talk about that same thing they agree with, they become even more convinced that their position is right, even though it may be like wrong, like in the public side. Yeah. It's like groupthink or something. So like groupthink is very dangerous. So like you have a lot uh, yeah. of people with the same ideas, like that's super dangerous, especially well, that's what like, we have like, nowadays. Really radical. Like, you know, like yeah. um, Nazi camps, like you have a bunch of people like with the same radical ideology thinking the same thing and it increases their, um, their belief that they are right. So yeah, exactly. Well, like, well, like that's, that's what we're getting nowadays on like both extremes for like the right and the left and the political aisle. It's just like, it's getting very extreme and there's so much group thing going really? on and people don't wow. see others as individuals it's like you're now part of the group it's like you're either white or you're black <laughs> it's like there's no in between it's like your your race and you're like rich or poor and like that puts you on the victim scale and then you have to like side with which level of victim you are which is kind of ridiculous and so it's like when you do get people who are like different backgrounds so um and they like speak out against certain things. It's just crazy to see them be attacked nowadays. Um, you know, you have like, I don't see, I don't, I don't know if there are really, since like the whole left promotes a lot of diversity stuff, I don't know if they have like anyone that's like this, but like there are like people on the right who are like, I don't know, Candace Owens or something, who's like a black conservative. And then people like that. These people are, so. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a random person. But like people like that get like torn to pieces because they're like a certain, um, like you would think that they would belong to a certain ideology, but then they choose not to because they think differently than the group. And then they get just destroyed for it, which is crazy. Yeah, I think it's really, I think it's really dangerous lumping everyone to like one category. I agree. Because I think that's what ha what's happening, right? Like you see a black person, you're like, you instinctively think that like they're dangerous, right? Because you see all these headlines in the news about like all these fuck all these black people committing robberies or fraud or like murders and honestly, so th that's what's really funny is like people talk about all these implicit biases, and I'm like, you know, as like personally, they do exist. Well, well, well. So I think it depends. There are a lot of factors there, and I think blaming it 100% of racism is that's a univariate analysis, which is all. No, that's not what I'm saying. That, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that like a lot of people, they see a person of a certain race, and they they lump them with all the stereotypes they know about them, especially the stuff they see themselves. Like you see in the news, like black people being murdered, committing murders, all this, all this bad stuff, and like I think a lot of people they form these implicit biases about them, and they're like, wow, okay, so next time I see a black person, like there's a good chance they're dangerous, you know? Like, I think there are, I think there are some, but, um, but, you know, I can't remember the last time that I looked at a black person and just because they were black, I immediately thought they were dangerous. Like I would be more scared of a white person who had tattoos as super muscular is wearing like a muscle no, t-shirt. I'm saying, I'm saying like, most people, but like for me and you, like we're, we're pretty self-aware. We're not like fucking, we're not yeah. like, we, like, we don't really like, we form our own opinions. So it's, it's for us, it's different, but for most people, they think a certain way. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is interesting. But. 
So I feel like we should talk about, um, yeah. So why do you think people form these biases? Um, well, I think, I think it's, it's statistics. I mean, honestly, the funny, so the funny thing about these biases is that in most cases, they're honestly logical. Like if, if you're in a room and I mean, like, like if you're walking somewhere and you know, 90% of, you know, let's say like most guys rape girls, then like girls are probably going to be a little bit scared of guys than they are going to be, you know, of guys who are going to be of girls. I mean, like it's statistics. And so like, that's the funny thing about a lot of these biases are like, yeah, it's judging the group, but it is like statistics. Um, and so I don't know. It's, it's kind of a weird thing. There's no right answer to it. But like a lot of these stereotypes happen because like, like certain groups of people will like do things on mass. Um, it's like looking at culture. Like, um, let's say that you know Americans hold birthday parties and no other country does. Um, then like you would expect if you see an American, you'd probably be like, oh, they probably hold birthday parties. And you see somebody else, like, oh, they probably don't hold birthday parties. And it's like the same thing. Um, and so it's like you know it's logical statistics. Um, and obviously, again, I think, I think so my thought on it, it is this also. So implicit bias doesn't matter unless it actually becomes action because it doesn't matter what you think in your head. You could think something terrible about anyone. And if you're not actually taking action on it, it makes no difference. So if we can prove that people are actually um, like taking action on those individual things, then okay. But it, like, if you can't, if you're just going to say that there's like some random implicit bias, but you have no proof of it actually forming an action, then I think that's, that's kind of sketchy, you know? You know, here's another thought. So actually stereotypes are pretty good. Implicit biases are pretty good, but um, uh, especially like for conversation, right? Like you talk to someone new, you meet someone new, like you meet like a fucking Italian and you're like, oh shit, I know Italians have this certain stereotype. So I'm going to bring that up in our conversation. So I think stereotypes are pretty good. Um, and sometimes like, especially conversations, uh, meeting new people, um, but other times they can be harmful. So just well, that, I think, was, that was a tangent, yeah. but like, I yeah. thought that was pretty interesting. Well, so. well, like, it's the same thing as like, imagine, so, you know, we have stereotypes about literally everything. Like we have stereotypes yeah. about like, let's say a bear, like you hear about a bear attacking somebody. And so like you walking through the forest and you see a bear, are you going to be like, Oh, the bear is harmless. It's okay. I'm going to go up and pet it. Like, I'm running the no, you, away yeah, bear, yeah exactly. And so like, it's the same idea. And it's like, obviously we can't judge whole groups, but it's like, you know, it is, if, I mean, if there are like statistics to back it up and I mean like, you know, people talk about like, Oh, you shouldn't be scared of another person. And it's like, well, I mean, if people are scared of certain things, like, I mean, they're scared of those things. I don't know how you, what you're going to do to like fix all of those things. Um, uh, unless like you're going to fix the problem that's causing these, you know, it's like, instead of trying to erase the stereotypes, maybe try fixing what's causing the stereotypes. You know, it's like, if you, so going on the bear example, like if you don't want people to be scared of bears anymore, then obviously this is unrealistic, but like work on getting bears to not attack random people. And it's like the oh, same God. idea. Well, like, well, like, you know, you can like condition If we knew bear stuff. language, we could do that. No. Yeah, no. But I mean, it's easier with humans than it is with animals. But like the general idea there is just like, you know, I don't think you can just erase stereotypes from things if those things are happening. You know, like if you are really, if you over and over again, do really poorly on tests, 
I'm going to assume that you're not going to do well in this test that I'm giving you. And that's not going to change by me just being like, he's going to do well on this test. He's going to do well on this test. He's going to do well on this test. It's going to change by you studying and actually changing it, improving yourself, and then doing well on the test to prove me wrong. Like, you know, that's how we're going to fix a lot of these stereotypes is fixing what's underlying. We can't be so surface level, you know? I think. And so, like, that, this actually really ties into, like, the whole so I think, getting bigger problems. No, no, let me, is because so, so I people... Think, you had, yeah, so I think for stereotypes, right, like, I think, um, like, I think a lot of people, I think the best solution is just to have people, like, actually experience it themselves. Because chances are, like, you know a stereotype and you talk to someone and they don't fit that stereotype. And I think that's much more powerful than someone telling you that's not true. I agree. Because, like, like, them telling you it's not true doesn't do much for you. But if you, if you actually do meet someone, I meet a black dude that's super nice, super chill. And like, and, and before like you thought that, Hey, all black dudes are super violent. Like you're going to be like, wow, I don't think that. And so like that changes your mindset way more than someone telling you. So mm-hmm. yeah. What do you yeah, say about, uh, I think like all of this really ties into the whole, like get bigger problems thing, because it's like, as, at an individual scale, um, like we're all going to face small injustices on an individual scale. Obviously, if it's like on a major scale for a whole group, then it should be, there should be something done about it. But like, it's the same idea of like, if somebody's calling you names or telling you that you can't accomplish your dreams, like, are you going to focus on it and be like, he said this, like, you should just like, let it go and be like, you know what? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to use this as motivation. Uh, and like, you know, that's what you should do. Um, and so it's like, you know, get bigger problems and don't focus on so many things that are like super small, like, you know, use them as motivation if you need to, but, you know, try to get problems that are a lot larger instead of having the problem of, oh my gosh, all my friends are talking about me, have the problem of, I don't know how I'm going to scale this business because we're getting so many customers right now. Like have big problems that are super big and important to you. Um, not things that are just like, you know, I can't be judged right now. You know, it's like, I think you really have to level up the problems that you're having. Totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. Yeah. I think, especially like, um, I feel like in like middle school, like I think anything below like high school, we can all relate. Like, I think me and you both in high school, we were both like pretty, um, like we, like, I think a lot of people like below high school have like small problems, right? Like we care about, how popular we are you know mm-hmm. like um how many uh yeah how popular we are um like you know how, like what kind of friends you have so if you're dating these, someone <laughs> yeah exactly all, especially dating dating is such mm-hmm. a like huge thing out of high school so like all these small problems and stuff but like yeah i think once you just break yourself out of you know that loop like it just feel much better mm-hmm. i mean i think it's super liberating but like you know it's I think you really have to be like, what kind of problems do I want to be focusing on the rest of my life? Like, do I want these things to be super small that are just like, you know, I'll look back in 10 years and be like, yeah, you, you got to think like, if you want to be a celebrity, you got to think like a celebrity. Um, sounds cheesy, but you know, it's true, right? Like you can't be a celebrity <laughs> like, and you know, give a shit about what other people are thinking about you. Cause most mm-hmm. celebrities, they don't give a shit. Like they do yeah. not give a shit. They care about more of their, they, they care about their own career more than um, lots of others. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I mean, like, I think, well, celebrities might be a slightly bad example, especially nowadays, because um, I think everybody just gives into the mob nowadays to protect their fame. But I, I do think it's like, you know, strive to be somebody who like creates massive change and is somebody who's like, you know, who's actually what you would want to be, somebody that you would look up to. 
And, you know, that person isn't going to be complaining that their parents didn't buy them a cheesecake, you know, like yeah, you, buy yourself a cheesecake. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, it's just so funny. Cause like, I, I'll look back to when I was like a five-year-old or something, or I don't know, like nine. And you know, if we didn't get like an ice cream cone or something, it'd be like the end of the world. And I'm just, you know, you look back at things like that and you're like, if you get, if you get bigger problems, it's almost a sign of like maturity and growth. Cause you know, when we're young, everything's a big problem. You know, we don't have our stuffed animal. It's like the end of the world. Um, I think but as we get thing, older, when you're young, we, everything's a big problem. And it's a good thing, right? Like we learn from all those yeah. experiences, like, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, I think it's like, it's such a sign of like maturity as you grow older to be like, you know, I'm going to get bigger problems. I think you can almost measure someone's maturity based on the kind of problems that they have. You know, if they're complaining about like other people all the time, probably not somebody who's super fun to be around. And they're probably going to do it about you behind your back. Like that's the funny things. Like I've talked to so many people, especially like founders of like startups or something who are young uh, and they just complain about like their teams and stuff. I'm like, you know, you're never going to have a great team. if you are just complaining about them behind their back, you know? Yeah. Should probably do something about it instead of complaining to others, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like get your problems and like learn how to deal with them. Uh, so then you can level up the problem. Like that's not to say there's nothing wrong with voicing frustrations, right? Like there's nothing wrong with being mad at your teammates, especially if they're actually like not doing shit, you know, like, yeah, but I think you have to have that conversation with them, not with like random other people. Because if you're just like venting to other people, you know, so this this is actually a really good topic that like, so this, this happens in like relationships all the time. So I, I, you know, I had this happen to me, but like, you know, the one girl I ever dated was like, trashing me behind my back all the time and it's like you know people do this yeah probably no but it's like people do this to others all the time and i'll never understand why and my biggest objection to that was like you know if you can't have a conversation with me and actually try to fix this then like what is the point you know like in the argument that i got back was like you know girls need to vent or people need to vent and it's like no you need to fix your problems like you've got to go talk to the person how do you expect to ever solve a problem if you're just going to vent which is going to make you more angry because you're focusing on it like how are you ever going to solve the problem and so it's like you know i think you do need to get bigger problems and i think you're going to do that by learning how to solve the problems that you have now True. yeah like a lot of like, this happens so much because you know people uh, especially in relationships cannot talk especially in relationships, they make out a lot of these small problems bigger than they actually are, right? Like, like talking to your, you know, um, significant other uh, about, you know, some kind of argument you had or some kind of issue that you have, like, is, it's actually not that hard, but, like, you make it so much harder than it has to be because, like, you think about all these what-if scenarios. Like, you're like, yeah. oh, what if I do talk about this and he gets super mad at me and, like, he breaks up, so... And I think maybe there's that aspect of, you know, I don't want to lose him. So I, I'm not going to confront, confront him about this. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of, you know, factors that, you know, contribute to making these small things like much bigger than they actually are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. and I think the thing is like, you know, if you do, I think you always should, you know, talk about like be transparent about anything in a relationship. And if you do that and like your your partner gets mad and like they want to like break things off, like fucking break things off like they're they're they are not who you want to be with so yeah yeah it's like you know we we beat this drum all the time (laughs) you know there is such a thing as not being a good fit and you've got to let that happen you know i used to be the kind of person who was like oh we can fix anything but you know there gets to be a point where like you know maybe you could fix it but it just makes no sense to because there's just clearly yeah like 
clearly not matching Dude, personality oh types. I have like I have like the perfect example. Um, so it's like, so I think a lot of like I think a lot of guys they have problems. Um, they have a lot of problems like actually like judging you know what the girl may be thinking at the time. Mm-hmm. So like, here's an example. So like I think um, happens to every guy. Like you message a girl and like a girl you like. Um, and you're like, hey, do you want to go out, uh, grab dinner tomorrow? And like, I think like the thing you have to think of is like, um, like you gotta think like, you know, what is it like in their shoes? What if I am in their shoes? So like, if you message a girl like, hey, you want to go out to dinner tomorrow night? And she says no, like straight up no, I'm busy. You should probably just stop texting her. Like, it makes no sense to keep texting her because she's not interested. She's clearly not interested. Because if you put yourself in their position, right, like what would you say? Like, like, what do you think? Like me, so it, individually? Yeah, so, yeah, so if, uh, if someone messaged you and they're like, hey, you want to get out, go out and eat dinner and you're busy tomorrow, like, what would you say? Besides, I mean, it would no, really I'm, depend. <laughs> like, so, if that's- <laughs> so someone, so someone asks you, like, you want to get dinner tomorrow? And then you're like, dude, I've messaged you about this too, right? So I'm like, dude, you want to like grab lunch tomorrow? And you're like, no, I'm busy. Is that all you say? Or like, you know? Like... I mean, wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> oh, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> you're so stupid. Okay, so, yeah. okay, so, so, okay, so, like, assume you're in their position, the girl's position, and, and, you know, like, um, basically. But like, I would just say that I'm busy if I didn't want to do it. Well, well wait, so no. I would never say busy. I would always say I'm busy, I'm, I'm busy tomorrow night, but. I would give a counter offer. I'd be like, yeah, but, but let's, yes. Like tomorrow afternoon or, you know, well, that's if you want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. If you actually want to, if you are interested, you're always going to present a counter offer. But I, I don't think a lot of guys get this. They, they, they text girls and they just don't give any counter offer and they still keep texting. It just makes no sense. Like mm-hmm. you can literally tell uh, at the, uh, at the onset that girls are interested if she doesn't present a counter offer. Yeah, and, so, and, and it's so funny because people get super set on, like, one individual thing. Uh, is You know, people get set on, like, one individual company. I know you, you're kind of set on Google, but I'm always just like, you know, you... No, I don't really care, honestly. Any of the okay. big companies are for me. Yeah, yeah, but it's like people get so set on, like, individual things. You know, my brother was, like, ultra set on Microsoft, and it's been great, but it's, like, you know, not quite what he thought it was going to be. And so it's like, you know, there are so many times where you get super set on, like, I want to date this person, or I want to work at this company, or I want to do this explicit thing. And it's like, over time, you're like, well, fuck, that wasn't quite what I thought it was. Um, And so it's like, you know, there is such a thing as not being a right fit. And I think you've got to, like, I will never chase somebody. Like, this is just a reality that I've come to is I will never chase a girl, literally ever. And what'd you just say? I'll never chase a girl. Like, Trace, oh chase, chase. Okay. yeah yeah and i think more people need to be in that mindset because like i think you'll find better people that way because you're not forcing stuff if you have to force it like i guarantee you it's probably not going to work out I, there's nothing wrong with chasing girls um i think it just depends on how you do it. so like i think um so here's the thing so i think the the solution to uh most guys is just be honest <laughs> just be like fucking like dead honest like straight up in her face right because i think a lot of the guys i think a lot of guys they just they like go like they go around all these circles to like you know to you know become closer to this girl they like and then they end up just getting rejected so i think 
just being honest is like the biggest thing you can do. Yeah, and then you friends on yourself if you do that anyway. <laughs> like I think you just literally just have to go for it. You know, it's like go and have the conversation. Like it's not that difficult, you know? Yeah. So like I think the lack of communication, you know, we talked about this before, but like, you know, you dance around it and then you try to be super nice and you think that's gonna somehow make her attracted to you, and you just end up making yourself into be a really good friend and like you never leave that. Yeah. It's like that's sort of thing. I'm trying to like think of a good example. Um, so this is gonna be like a dating podcast by the end of it. <laughs> dating I advice. <laughs> I think the title should, this should the title should be like um so so the first thing we talked about was um um having small problems and then second thing we talked about was um biases and third thing we talked about was girls. So we need to find a way to combine all these three into like one title <laughs> that's attractive. Oh gosh. We'll um, see, we'll see. Yeah, so <laughs> I have an example. So I think, um, super interesting. So like a lot of the guys, a lot of guys run into this problem where like they have like, um, I, so my take, my take, <laughs> my take. I think, I think for, uh, for, mo- for most guys, right? Like they, most guys have like, um, like girls on a, like a rank fuck list. I guarantee you. Most guys are like this. <laughs> oh, like, I'm definitely like, not. <laughs> maybe not you, but most guys, um, but girls, like they don't have guys on the same sort of like scale. And like rather like two groups, like, you know, guy friends and, you know, people that I go further with. And so from the guy's point of view, like he's getting closer and closer to a girl when he's like being more friendly and they're like, they're building a relationship. Like it's getting so good. Like he's almost, he's almost there. He's almost there to the prize. You know what I'm saying? I think like the biggest, like, m- like the misconception here is like for the girl, she's like, wow, dude, that guy is like, He's such a good friend. Like, wow. Like, me and him, me and him are getting so much closer and closer. Like, I watch movies with him. You know, uh, he's such a cool friend. Like, we eat like all the time. And like, eventually, the guy will spring the question, "Hey, you want to fuck <laughs> or do you want to be my girlfriend?" Oh my and she's just like, "What the fuck? This is yeah. way different from what I thought it to be." Um, and this is like, this is where all the shit that's happening today happens, right? Like, because like, um, like, and then both people end up feeling super fucked. Because like. The girl's like, whoa, you just like fucking, you fucking strung me this entire, or like the guy's like, whoa, you fucking just strung me this entire time, you heartless Led me bitch. on, yeah. Yeah, you fucking let me on, bitch. And then the girl's <laughs> like, you just lied about your intentions this entire time. Like you thought I was, you thought by being extra friendly with me, I was going to fuck you. And so there's like this huge, so everyone's just fucked in the situation. So this is like, this is why I just say like, you're a guy, like, just be honest. Like, I think the, the good thing about being honest is like, when you present your intentions to a girl, like, um, it's pretty obvious. Like, you know, at the onset, like whether she likes you or not and whether to move on or not, because it's not worth spending your time with someone who does not like you. Cause like, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, if you look at like so many people out there nowadays, I guarantee you, like, if you're honest, I think the girl or a guy will find that a lot more refreshing than all of the people that are dancing around it. Like literally it's like, you just message this person and then like, be like, you know, I think you're really attractive. I would love to get to know you more and maybe date you in the future. Like if you don't want to, that's fine. Um, But if you'd like to, we can see where this goes and like just that and then see what happens and i think you will have a lot better response from just being honest um than wasting all your time like trying to get close and nice to somebody you know yeah so i think um communication 
just being uh, upfront about it, it's, it's just so much better for most people. Um, dude, I even told you about this. I literally, so Andrew had this crush on a girl. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> I literally told him so like funny. three months before he like told her to just tell, like tell her that you like her and then like move on. And you wait like three months after to tell her. So like, like yeah, ironically, once I did, it was part of exactly like so. The chances are she liked you three months ago. You know, like yeah. So like yeah. yeah people need to go and do oh it. Oh my god! So I think another thing is um, a lot of uh, I think both genders have this misconception about looks too, right? So like um, like like we can have certain opinions about you know how people look uh, when we look at their photos on Instagram or when you're like fucking. Actually, yeah, I won't say that. Uh, that's pretty explicit. But, uh, <laughs> but like, uh, uh, yeah. So let's just take Instagram. Like, so you can look at people, f- people's photos on Instagram, and you know, like, you can have certain opinions. But like in real life, most people don't give a shit about like, you know, most of that stuff. Like, in real interactions, um, most people aren't as selective. Uh, so, like, you can like, like, so chances are, if you think of someone you like really like, and you think about them, like, all you remember are their good qualities. You don't remember anything bad about them, right? Like if, if, if you aren't actively thinking about it, like you probably won't remember anything bad about them. And I think the thing is like, um, yeah, so that's, so when we think about others, like we think about all the good things about them, but when we go out ourselves, like all we think about are, are bad qualities. Like, you know, oh my gosh, dude, I have this pimple on my face, on my nose or some shit. And yeah, I think we. I think people just need to be more confident in themselves because mm-hmm. most people they don't give a shit about you know your small problems. You know they care about more, they care about you as a person more. So. Yeah, it's like Gary V said. He's like, dude, you're so worried about your zit, and you think everyone else can care. He's like, nobody else cares. Everyone's worried about their own zit. They're not caring yeah. about yours. <laughs> and so it's like you know we all have our flaws, and like everyone else is focusing on theirs. So like nobody's gonna care about what you have. So you might as well not focus on it. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, for sure. Wow, what a tangent. Yeah. What a tangent. <laughs> this is an episode of tangents. I don't know. <laughs> we always seem to go back to like talking about like relationships or girls. So well, at least you know only like this is what it's like being a teenager, people. <laughs> it is. The hormones. <laughs> Locked up in our house. Um so yep. um we should probably like let's 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 go back to our first topic, which is you know, um so like how do you know which problems you should care about and some which problems you shouldn't care about and let's wrap it up from there i think yeah so i th- i want to hit the first point like because I, I think i think from our tangent uh like we talked a lot about like how um we talked about like why we form these certain conceptions these certain biases about certain problems and i think from there we can understand like you know how we actually form these baseball problems and now like i think the problem is i think the question is um how do we you know know like what do we care about so Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I talk about this with like branding and stuff too. But something that's helped me is like defining the kind of person that I want to be. You know, like I always go through this exercise of, you know, imagine you have a friend and they're talking about you to one of their friends. You know, what do you want them to say? Like, how do you want to be represented? And good. so it's like, you know, align yourself with that. Obviously, don't care too much what other people think, but try to represent, you know, that kind of person that you want to be. I think like setting out who you want to be for your life is super, super helpful um, because then you can just align all your values with that. Um, and like everything you do every day, it's you just ask yourself, like, does this align with the person that I want to be? It's so, like Jordan Paris, um, a mutual friend of ours. He he talks about I think he's got like three things. I don't remember what they are off the top of my head, but he has like three things that he's like, you know, it has to do with 
fit in one of these categories or I'm not going to do it. And so it's just like he sticks to those. And I think that's super valuable. Yeah. So I, yes, principles, those are essentially just principles. So I think we all need to have principles in our own lives that we follow. And I think those are good. Uh, those are good, uh, you know, um, guides um, for a journey, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cause like so many people, you know, it, it's really funny because I guarantee you, if you ask like a hundred people, how many of them had like an image of what they wanted to be in the future. And like, they had like written down these qualities that they wanted. You probably have like one or two people that had done it out of the total. And so like, I really I used think to say that like, I'm going to get into Harvard for sure. <laughs> Not even in Harvard. Cause yeah. I didn't study in college. I mean, high school. I'm not so. Yeah. It's like, I, I think there, but there's, that's another big point is like, you know, there's such a big disconnect between who you want to be. Yes, and and how much work work putting, yes. Yeah. It's like, I didn't, I didn't put in any work. If I like, if you want to go to Harvard, you got to put in a lot of work, especially. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. put in the amount of work. It's like and what also, you say like, too. Don't... Like it's like what you say. Like I think your um, the amount you work has to align with you know, <clears throat> uh, your the level of su- the level of success you want to achieve in the future. I think mm-hmm. that's so good. Yeah, and honestly, I think I think it's super valuable to better just roast yourself. You know, like if you look at your schedule and you're like, dude, I'm not doing what I need to be able to do. You need to have that conversation with yourself and be like, you know, I need to be better um, and do whatever you can do to like get back to the point that you need to be at. Cause you know, again, there's so many people that talk so big that just don't do shit. Um, and it's like, you know, as long as you're grinding, you know, we can't all do everything, but if you're just working towards it, like that's as much as you can do, you know? Yeah. I think uh, building that momentum is super important. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's just like when you start out, it's always going to be hard. Uh, like you're probably going to get distracted a lot, but you have to, you just got to like see the big picture mm-hmm. and just realize that like, Hey, you know, all the guys, you know, who've done this before me, like they all started out with pr- pretty much exactly like me and they built their tolerance up, they built their um, habits up and they built their momentum up and they got to where they are today. So I think it's just being aware, like awareness is such a, so, so important. I agree. Um, and I, and I think that's why like, like what we do as a podcast is super important. Like we're spreading awareness to people. Like, um, like I think a lot of people, they know what to do, but they just, they just, I guess they second doubt themselves. And so I think mm-hmm. awareness is super important uh, in all this. Yeah. And so like, that's why I think it's like, once you find the message that you want to, you know, it's like this podcast is just like the message that we want to put out to people. And it's like, you know, once you align yourself with that and like you just, you can, you know, I think having this stuff air off of you when you walk into a room is super important because like, you know, I walk into a room, people know what I stand for because of like this podcast and the things that I preach. And so it's like, you know, I think you want to have, I mean, that kind of brand, but like that kind of impact too is, you know, you find what you want to stand for and you find like what you want to rub off on people. You know, I want my confidence to rub off on others and I can't do that without being confident myself. And so, you know, it's like, you've got to decide who you want to be and take steps towards doing that. And I think, I think I call that the vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, and if you're, if the problems that you have in your daily life aren't the kind of problems of like the person that you want to be level up your problems, you know, it's like, that like i think that's so important like level up your problems definitely that's a good definitely. line <laughs> yeah i think that's a wrap guys super long episode today we talked about a lot of things um hope you guys enjoyed um yeah just give us a give us a review if you liked it a sub if you loved it sub yeah yeah sub on apple <laughs> only apple music to subs i think i don't, sure. I don't know i don't know how these work i only use um <laughs> apple music anyways um but yeah so 
also we have a YouTube channel. And I mentioned this every single episode. Yeah, we look at our beautiful we faces. We should do this on, uh, on the beginning, I think. Uh, so yeah, we have a YouTube channel. Check us out. You can see us live in action. <laughs> me eating food, of course, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> if you enjoy me food. drinking Diet Coke, usually. I don't have one today. So. You don't have one, Rob. Okay. Yeah, I didn't grab one um, yet. Yeah, so just check us out on YouTube and all the major podcast platforms. And we will see you guys next time. If you haven't Bye-bye. reached out to us yet, do that. Also do that. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys. So, see ya.